Yeah, yeah, it's your boy Baron the Smarks. And today we got a special, special episode. It's the last episode of 2020. And I got my boy on the line. Two of the most hated men in the IWC. It's your boy Hill Turn. Hill Turn, what's up? Yeah, it's your boy Hill Turn. Welcome to the final episode of Burying the Smarks 2020. So let me ask you, man. Yeah, man. So it's just it's only right because I started the episode. I started the, the podcast with you first year in, and then we're ending it with you first year out. So it's only fitting. So before we get into the episode. Tell me, man, like, how you been lately, man? How's, how's, how's this quarantine handling, you know, how you handling everything with the quarantine and COVID, like, everything good? Yeah, man, I mean, quarantine life ain't really different from regular life. It's just now, I don't, you don't have a choice, but to stay home, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel you, man. This, this has been crazy, like, real crazy out here, man. Can't so. go out to eat, can't do nothing, like, just now, like, you have no choice but to be home, but, you know, we're humans, we adapt, you know how the young get through, we all get through everything. Yeah. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know, but you from Brooklyn, man. You from, like, the second, like, like Brooklyn's, like, his own world, man. And niggas in Brooklyn do whatever they feel like doing. <laughs> Damn, like, you have to say, like, it's, it's like really Brooklyn. Own, own yeah, it's like his own little city, like. It's a, it's a certain pride, it's a certain pride that goes to saying, yo, I'm from Brooklyn. Like, only certain people can yeah, you actually were, say that, you know what I mean? Yeah, you go to a party and, and the DJ or whoever be like, yo, Brooklyn in the house, and you hear like half of the club or half of the party, without like, yeah, we here. You might hear like two, three people from the Bronx. You might hear like two or three people from the Bronx, maybe one from Harlem, and like maybe three from Queens, but like Brooklyn is like, they got it on lock. It's like a hundred of y'all in the party, man. It's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, Brooklyn now, we got KD. You know, you guys are riding the wave right now. It's looking good for y'all out there. Looking real good for y'all. So, as, as uh, bless you, man. This is real, and this is real, and this is live. So, you're going to sneeze on the episode. We're going to say bless you. That's how we do. So, so, as we all know, the world, the wrestling world in general, has been, like, grieving and just going through the motions, you know, with the passing of Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee. Um... You know, I, 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 I've been following you for a while, for a long time now. You've been, like, a real big supporter of his. And, you know, you always show love, and you always show, like, he, he had the talent, man. And it's crazy what happened, man. How, how do you feel about that? I mean, it's not really, it's like, there's no real words. Like, it's like, you know, you, you watch someone, and you see them on TV, and it's like, oh, you know, they don't really have that much respect on you. You know what they do doesn't pay the bills. They don't. They don't feed you. But like you develop a connection with certain wrestlers. You know, Luke yeah. Harper, Brody Lee, John Hubbard. You know, he was one of the ones that I made a connection with. Yeah, and yeah. I saw things in him. I saw things in him from back in the day. Like I was like, man, this guy is special. You know, and I'm I'm not claiming I saw him the title because dude was already doing this for years by the time someone put me on to him. You know, and it's like, man. He's just one of the best big men, not even big men, just in general, one of the best people I've ever, like, seen just do this, you know, and, and he was so, like, genuine, and I'm glad that, I'm glad that the way everyone's talking about him is just, you know, he was a good dad, most importantly, and 
just like I, I feel for the kid because I've, I've been in this position. I lost my dad at a young age too, so it's like, yeah, we lost the wrestler, but you gotta also remember that, you know, that kid lost the father. You know, lost yeah, his mother lost her best friend, husband, all that. So it's like all, all of that emotion is just is all tied into just the greatness that was, you know, Luke Harper and Brody Lee, whatever you want to call him, man. The man was just great. And I'm glad that I was alive in the time that he was doing this thing. And, you know, I appreciated everything he did from day one. Like, I just, whether it was him staring at the camera with crazy eyes or pulling his hair back, screaming, yeah, or slapping Eric Rowan to hype him up for the match. I'm like, this is a dude that, that he fucking gets it, you know? And, and I was just amazed by him. That's really when, when you really do your best work, the older you are. Yeah, definitely and agree. It's, it's, and it's like, you know, the man was really coming to his own, doing his thing, you know. I wasn't a big fan of, of, of the way he went about it, but, you know, it's what he wanted to do at the end of the day, and he was enjoying it. And, you know, at least I didn't, I didn't watch the tribute that they did yesterday, but it was cool what they did for the son. Yeah, definitely. That, the little title tribute, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, um, I didn't, I didn't watch the show myself, but from the stuff I saw online and just the uh, reaction to what they did for him, I think it was, it was really dope. It was really cool. Of course, you have some fans who had shit to say about it, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, yeah. what they did was 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 a really great send off for some for a great wrestler and an even better person. It's just, it's just crazy, man. Like, uh, 41 years old, man. And just, it's just a shame. Like, you know. 41, though. It just, it just, some, some things are just bigger than wrestling. Because you got, you got Vince and then you got Tony, right? They both employed the man at some point in their life. Yeah. Vince had him, Vince had him in WWE and everybody's like, oh, how come they didn't do the tribute? But, you know, the way I see it is, WWE has always been the forefront of wrestling, right? Definitely. So, so why don't people see it as like a nice gesture that they let, not that they let, because, you know, whatever, someone died or whatever, we shouldn't benefit, but that they let them be the first ones to, to have the actual, like, in-show, the 10 bells to do. Like, how, how cool was that for, for the AEW roster to do something like that, you know? Like, it doesn't have to be WWE doing it all the time. Like, I saw Kurt Hawkins tweet or whatever his name is now. And I'm like, this This is the stirring the pot type of shit that I'll be calling Jericho out on. Definitely. Not everything has to be a, not everything has to be a us versus them type type of shit. Like, like a man is literally being laid to rest, and you guys are out here using it to your personal benefit to air your grievances out. Like, that shit is not cool, bro. Like, I just, I don't fuck with shit like that at all. And any walk of life, not just, not just this wrestling thing, you know. Yeah, I feel like a lot of these that, guys. That's, that's my thing. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with you, man. I feel like a lot of the wrestlers and, like, you know better. Like, wrestlers should know better. They they, they work there. Like, I, I just, I kind of, like, get annoyed by wrestlers who, who act like fans at the end of the day. Like, fan, as a fan, right. I don't know what happens behind the scenes. I don't know the inner workings. I don't know the business. I'm just a fan. But as a wrestler who's been there, like, you should know better than that. Like, you should know why. Like, Kurt Hawkins should have known why they didn't do such a huge a huge, you know, send-off for him when he was employed by AEW. 
and had WWE right. done that, it would have been like taken away from what they were doing. So as oh, a pro, yeah, the guy's been a pro for almost twenty years, man. Like he runs a school, he's been in WWE, and he's been in the company to see other people pass, and he knows how it goes. But you know, I guess people just have hidden agendas, and they use times like this to just to just you know air their bitterness and their grievances. You right. Know. Like my my thing is, all right, social media is, is a platform, right? Yeah. You know. We use it to try. <laughs> Sorry, my girl just showing some posts from the news here. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. I need to hear that. Um, where's my train of thought? I lost my train of thought. So you're saying about uh, social media being a platform? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Social media is a platform, right? And we use it. You know, we we have our jokes. You know, we're we're not always serious all the time. You know, we know how to push the button. Yeah, yeah. Which is, I'm sure. Um, which is, I'm sure what a lot of the um, wrestlers do when they tweet certain things, but it's like, you gotta know how to read the room, like, take the temperature of, of, of the fans and how how eager they are to, like, pick a side in this fake war that they invented, and it's like, when you say shit like that, you may not see it, like, as a wrestler, you may not see it as a big deal, but a wrestler, like, a wrestling fan who lives and dies with every word you guys say online, like, when you say shit like that, it just influences people in a certain way. Yeah, it, it pushes them <laughs> to be how assholes. Guys, yeah, how, how can you guys get mad at me or nobody when you got a dude like Jericho influencing billions of people to act like idiots? Like, shouldn't you be holding guys like that more accountable? You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Unless they want to wait for 2035 and look up old tweets and say, oh, look at Jericho. He was a bad guy. Let's fire him now. Like, just do it now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like... Uh, Jericho is one of the more, uh, like, more, let's say, uh, more experienced guys on that AEW roster. So I feel like a lot of people in that company hold on to everything he says, which translates to yeah. what he says on social media. Like, Jericho has a lot of power. Like, the dude has, like, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know because I don't follow him like that, but the dude has, like, yeah. over a million followers. So, out of those millions of people that follow you, like you should take more responsibility in the things you say, because right. like Jericho acts like an asshole, like you know, like and like we're in twenty, literally twenty twenty one is like six hours from now, and there's no reason why wrestlers should stay in character twenty four seven when a lot of us are grown and we know that they're just playing a character. Come on, come on, let's let this in the bud. When when you act like an asshole, that's not being a character. No, that's just that's. That's him. It's him in real life. All, no, but I'm saying wrestling, like wrestling fans need to learn to separate being a heel and being an asshole. Like it's two different things. Yeah. When you're a heel, your purpose is to make people root for the baby face. Am I? Am, am I? Is, is that correct? Yeah, definitely. You're correct, 100. Like, yeah, like when you're the villain, when you're the villain, you're supposed to make people want to root for the good guy, right? Yeah. So when you say dumb shit online and say, "Oh, he's just being a heel," what baby face is, is, is he getting, getting over? over? Who Nobody. No, does Darby Allen benefit from any of those Jericho tweets? Nope. No. So it's like you're, you're you're not getting anybody over. You're you're basically playing with fans, which I'm okay because I do that too for a living. But like, damn, bro, you're you're like sixty, almost sixty years old doing this shit with millions in your bank account. Yeah. And for people that made you your money, and this is how you treat them in 2020, like, damn, bro, you're going out sad. Yeah, the thing is, like. And, Jericho was like the master of blending 
his character and his real life. So a lot of fans are not smart enough to tell the difference. So they, when Jerga acts like an asshole, because he plays a character on TV where he's hated, they assume that, oh, he's just being a heel. Like, nah, man. Like, exactly. AW Diamond and Mike. Dynamite ends every Wednesday at 10. There's no reason why on a Thursday when Dynamite's not on TV or even a Sunday that he's still in character. Like, we know you're, you're playing a character. Like, we all know Darby Allen's just Darby. He's not really Darby Allen. We know Sting is not really a fucking uh, crow wannabe. Like, we all know these guys play characters. And that, for the life of me, I don't understand why some people continue to push this that they're just being in character. Like, this isn't the 80s anymore. This ain't the 90s. Like, like The Undertaker, who was in character for, like, half of his career, he just right. went on... He was in People Magazine cooking eggs. So if that doesn't tell you yeah. anything, then I don't understand why these fans feel like a wrestler should always be in character. It just doesn't make sense to me. Come like, on, I, there's, a, there's a difference in being in character also. Like, that tweet, um, what's his name? MJF, the one that he said, um, fuck that kid. Yeah. That was stupid. See, now that... That, but yeah, but you can at least think that that's in character because he had an encounter with the boy on the show. Yeah, that's true. When Jericho tweets, when Jericho tweets his dumb shit, he's literally just like being a, a dick. And I know because that's what I do when, not personally, but you know, that's what we all do. Like, yeah. you're, you're saying shit to, to provoke shit, but you don't have to do that. He ha- Like you said, he has a platform on Dynamite, right? His thing on Twitter should be, yo, let's get people to watch my show, not shit on WWE. What do you get from that? Yeah. What do you get from trolling WWE fans? I, I just don't understand how that helps. Like, I understand if it was getting the viewers and shit, but it's really not. All it's doing is making people not want to watch, and which is true. Look at look at uh, NBA TNT. When, when Dynamite was on it last week, right after Alexa stopped it. This is right after the when they had when they came on after the game last week, and Jericho opened the show. How how, how did the people react to him? They thought it was body shaming him and all that, right? Yeah. So if he's being here when when he chose the people, isn't that what they're supposed to do? Like react in that way to him. So why would AEW fans that praise his heel behavior get mad when he gets treated like a heel? You know what I mean? Like, if you want people to hate you, fine. Don't get mad when they actually do hate you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? Like, you can't talk shit and then get mad when people say, oh my God, you're an asshole, fuck you. Like, yeah. If they're triggered, so what? You can laugh at it all you want. Oh, they're triggered, but you're right. They're triggered and they don't like you. Yeah, yeah. And that's just what he's doing right now. He's turning a lot of people off because it's not even good. Nah, it's not even you know good. I mean? It's not like, even good heel work. It's just like, it's stupid. Like, I mean, his shit, I'm like, yo. Let's, let's, let's look at it this way. Look, look at ATK back in the day when he was fucking the, when he was something the Canadian flag, right? That's the equivalent of, of doing something extra beyond the character, you know? Yeah. That was entertaining, so, you know, we, we fuck with it, but what Jericho's doing is not. Like, yeah. It's just, it's, he's going out sad, like, it's just like, he looks like he's on a midlife crisis, and it's like, I don't know, I, I just can't believe that someone who's had that much success in his life is going out like this in such an old days when he should be chilling back and, and enjoying his shit, not being all bitter about what he didn't get to accomplish. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, bro, you, you, you've done a lot. Like, you're making yourself look like, like an idiot. I just don't get it. Like, the last 25 years of his career that he built up, like, in, like in the last year with AEW, he's just fucked David whole up. Like, he, he worked so hard bro. to build his career and build all these, and, you know, have these, all these accolades. 
in the last year or so, he he's literally throwing that shit in the, down the drain. And I don't know for what, because he's not gaining anything from it. You know, he's not gaining anything at all wow. from it. And I just feel like... You know, you know what's so weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like a lot of the stuff they're doing over there is like to get a reaction out of WWE guys, and they're not getting a reaction. So it's like the ex-girlfriend is moved on, and the boyfriend does everything in his power to get a reaction out of her. Like, look at me. I got a tattoo. Look at me. I got money now. And she's like, all right, cool. Like, I'm with this dude now. And I, I feel like that's the situation with AEW guys. Like, especially the ex guys. Exactly. They want a reaction. They're not getting it. And they're saying whatever it no, is. They're not getting it. They're doing and saying remember, whatever it is, and they're not getting it. You remember when um, Jim Ross, Taz, and the other guy was complaining that WWE never mentioned them on, on their programming or whatever? Yeah. They act like they don't exist and I'm like, well, there's a reason. Because when you got a brand... You build your brand. You don't sit on the other brand to elevate yours. That's, that's not how you get it done. Yeah. When when Geico makes an ad, who, who's in their ad? Is it Geico or is it State Farm? It's Geico. <laughs> exactly. They announced Geico. So when WWE promotes their product, they promote WWE. They don't promote the other guy. Which is whatever, you know, that that's their choice. That's their business choice. So it's like, how, how can you be mad when they want their world to be, like, it's a TV show. Yeah, it like is. Like Law and Order, you know, so they have their set characters that they use for certain moments, and that's how they get shit done. And they've been doing this for years. It's like, there's every, everybody's a spoke on the wheel, and the shit just keeps going. Definitely. One guy leaves, another guy fills in. One guy gets injured, somebody else fills in. One guy doesn't want to do this shit no more. Another guy that's been dying to do this does it even better. It, it just it keeps on going. Definitely. It's like it's like um LeBron leaves the Cavaliers, right? He doesn't go play right. at the Lakers and he's constantly shit on the Cavaliers. Like nah, he's like I'm focused on my oh. team now. This is where I play, this is what I do. Kyrie on the other hand though, he leaves the shit on the and that's exactly what he does. Like, and look where Kyrie's at. I'm not taking anything away from Kyrie. He's a he's a he's a fucking dope ass player. But if he yeah, stayed quiet, Boston, you know? he stays quiet. He just focuses on him. I'm pretty sure he'll do a lot better. So exactly. I, I think that's the you know. that's just the situation with the AEW roster, and and they just want to like. And I don't even know why Jim Ross wants to be mentioned. Like you worked over there. He worked over there, and he knows that they rarely mention the co- competition. Else. You know, so it's like, dude, like, you worked there. You was like, I think he was part of talent relations. Like, you know how it goes. So, like, why are you acting brand new? Like, you don't know what's up. So, I don't know, right. man. It's like, when, when, you come, when, you come, when you come and be a guest on, uh, on any given show, whatever. Let's, let's say you play the character... Let's say Zach Morris, he was in Saved by the Bell, right? Mm-hmm. If he comes out on Family Matters, they're not going to say, hey, aren't you Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell? No, they don't do that. No. You play a totally different character, and that your past doesn't get intermittent. With, it's the same thing with wrestling. When you're in a different promotion, it's like you're starting over. It should be like that, because that's how you get success. You know, when you put your company ahead of the wrestlers, and when you put your company ahead of its employees, when you put the company ahead of everybody, that's how you how you get known, and it sucks, but that's just how that's just the way it is. Yeah. Why do you think 
what do you think Ring of Honor, who's been around for how long, never breaks past the basement fans? Because, I mean, not for nothing, people don't care about wrestlers getting creative freedom or, nah, they don't. or this, that, and the third. People don't care. And it's true. You, you, you saw how the regular casuals reacted to AEW. They were like, what is this, knockoff WWE? And it's, it's, it's you know... There's wrestling fans who can't get over the attitude ever. You think casual fans are going to get over the attitude ever? Nope. That's all they know about wrestling. Like, come on, you can't expect them to forget that. Yeah. And that's all we want AEW fans to know. It's not that wrestling fans don't care about AEW. It's not the world doesn't care about AEW. <laughs> and that's, you know, it's, just, <laughs> it's a hard truth to swallow. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. It could be better, like they say, oh, it's better than WWE, blah, blah. Look at John Moxley. It don't matter. If you show somebody a picture of Tom Moxley, I guarantee you more than half of the world will say, oh my God, is that the man from WWE? Yep. And it's just, that's just what it is. It's sad. You know, WWE is, is a global company. If they get a two rating in America, guess what the rating is in India? Yep. Or in Alaska. Or, <laughs> or in fucking uh, anyway, United Kingdom, you know, Canada. Any, any other country. Like, that's just what it is. It's the truth. Yeah, I haven't... Um, I haven't really like I don't watch AEW. Not be honest. Like I'll, I'll check out the clips. Um, I might bro, see. I try, bro. I really, I really try. I, I did maybe once, and it lasted about ten minutes. I, it just, I just, it just, it was. Man, it was just too corny for me. Like you know, what I'm saying like that. What they do on on AEW might work for like a a twelve year old who's never seen a vagina. But it's Yo, not. Gonna, it's funny that you said this twelve year old shit because I got to tell you about a conversation I was having the other day. All right. Alright, so me and my girl, we talking, right? And then she says, um, she says, um, yo, AEW fans treat AEW like if they're kindergartners working on a project, and they don't care how bad it looks as long as they had fun. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. <laughs> I'm like, bro. Yo, it just, it's, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like, it's, it's like. <laughs> Like everybody, everybody's on the oh my god, Vince didn't notice me, so hopefully they'll notice me here type of vibe. And it's just like that's just mad. That's like a corny way to market your company. Yeah, I have like, like a push that Vince never gave you. I have a, the five minute rule. Jack Swagger never got a push in WWE. Jack Swagger, the guy that got arrested and Vince still didn't want to give up nope. on him after that. He kept him and he Jack gave him a title. Swagger? Yeah, man. It's like it's like oh, it's like selective I, I, I memory. I can't tell when people say it, like, oh, WWE never pushed or gave him a real chance. Oh, but being Jericho's bodyguard, wearing loafers every week is amazing, right? Listen, man. I I got this ten minute rule. It's this five minute rule. Like, if I'm not watching, if I'm watching something for the first time, and if I'm sitting there and I don't pass the five minute mark of like getting caught onto it, then I change the channel. So, and that's what happened when I watched right. AEW. Like, I sat there for five minutes. And it was like, what? Like, it just, like, I'm, like, it just didn't make any sense to me. It didn't catch my attention. Yeah, it didn't. And there wasn't even a match. It was like some kind of promo they was doing. And I'm like, yo, this is what y'all be going crazy about. This is what y'all be on yo, Twitter. Yo, backstage segments are so trash, Yeah. It's like, they make, it's like they make TV for themselves. They don't make TV for nobody else. Yeah, it's like, everybody goes and says, yo, this is what I'm watching. Yeah. 
what I'm doing, bro. And instead of saying, yo, I don't know, maybe you should do this or that. It's like, all right, go say, ahead. That's amazing. Just do it. It's like everybody's a yes man over there. Like, I don't know. That's what it feels like to me. It's just a... It's just... It feels like everybody's so, so obsessed with being a, a positive work environment and shit. Like, it comes off with them being fake towards each other. I don't know. That's yeah. There's like, no way, man. Like, they're all holding hands, singing Kumbaya in the backstage area. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. If, if I'm Jericho, if I'm John Moxley, if I'm MJF, if I'm Cody, you know, my my place on the card is cemented. So I'm loving life in AEW. Yeah, you're you know loving life. I mean? You're getting catered to, and like, if, if, kissing your ass. Like, and, and right. If I'm, on, if, if I'm on AEW Dark, but I'm never on... Um, I'm never on Dynamite. I know that one day Tony's going to give me a chance because he tweets about it all the time. Yeah. So it's like, you know, they have that embedded in their brain, which is literally the same thing in WWE. Oh, you'll get the turn if you wait long enough. You know what I mean? If you be a good but boy, guess, you get the turn. I guess Tony's Kool-Aid thing better. I don't know. <laughs> I think they know how to politic better over there. Like, Cody looks like a massive yeah. politic. Like, he politic. Like, he, he should run for office. Like, that dude looks like he can politic his ass off. Oh, yeah. So, he knows how to make himself important when, even when he doesn't really matter. Exactly. So, it just it just looks like they hire a lot of people who didn't get a chance everywhere else. And they're like, you see, we hired you because we believe in you. you and that's the mindset. Chip that, on the shoulder. Yeah, that. exactly. So, it's, it doesn't make any sense. And I, I, I maybe watched AEW once. And like I said, like I, it, six minutes in, I was like, I'm turning this shit off. And I ended up watching, I think... Uh, Saved by the Bell. And I, I sat there Don't for half hour. Wrong, bro. When the shit first started, I watched because I was into um, that dinosaur character with his tag team partner, um, this guy's son, what's his face? Is Luke the, Lucha, the Lucha Bros? No. No, no. Luke, Luke Perry's son, uh, Jungle Boy. There's oh, Jungle, Jungle Boy. Boy. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Like, I, 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 was, I was into them, like, heavily, bro. Like, I forgot the first pay-per-view they had when they first opened. Like, I watched that. And I watched that with my sister, and she was enjoying the tag team match, too. So it's like, you know, they had something with them, but it's like, they did what what WWE, what WWE gets accused of with tag teams. Like, niggas that was hot, but they didn't do shit with them. They just put them to the side and went a different route. And it's like, I don't know. The inner circle isn't a real tag team, right? Yeah, they have more tag matches than Pride and Power, like, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't mean that's like bad booking. It should have been LAX. Like that was lit. Yeah, that's bad booking. Bad booking. They were serious, badass wrestlers turned into comedy acts in AEW, the company that swore they wouldn't do that. And don't get me wrong, we love comedy acts, bro. That's why we watch WWE. Yeah. Don't fucking sit here and act like you're doing something different, bro. You literally doing the same. And as a matter of fact, they got uh, most of the agents backstage are the same agents that were in WWE. I think Arn Anderson and uh, Dean Malenko. Yeah, the managers back then. Yeah, yeah. Gold Dust. He does uh, a lot of backstage stuff. So it's like, like you literally hired everybody they had. It's like, it's like, it's like. It's like, man, it's just shit is confusing. Which, which I, don't, which, I don't really care what they do behind the scenes. It's more the presentation of of how it comes off. Like, it just come, they come off as like, what do you call people? Um, they pander 
to the crowd, right? Which yeah. is smart. You know, you're trying to get money from them. I get that. Yeah, I said lower like, fan base. Pandering is, when the pandering is so, like, blatant, it's just a turnoff. Like, I, I just can't sit there and watch it. Like, like when MJF turned on Cody and shit, like, everybody was like, oh, my God, I was so money. But I'm like, bro. Bro. When you first, <laughs> when you watched the first episode, you could have wrote that in stone that it was going to happen. Like, it was so obvious. Stevie wanted to see that shit. Yeah, like, and then they act like it was so mad. I'm like, bro, the niggas threw the towel and it cost him the five a lot. Like, that's never happened before. Yeah. Isn't that like how every team turns on each other in WWE? The yep. most quote unquote predictable wrestling company. They, <laughs> like, I'm what telling you, do about they it? got the same agents working the matches, man. So it's going to be the same exact thing as WWE, you know? So it's. Yo, and it's funny because Cody was, Cody was in, in the Indies doing WWE style matches. And I was like, yo, this nigga thinks he's slick, bro. He out here doing one punch moves and shit. Like he's feeling WWE crawling to the ropes after one move and shit. Like, <laughs> yo, that, he, that, you know, he, he says it. But he learned a lot from there, man. And like, he, he, like I said, like he's a special dude, man, because he, he's really smart at what he does. He basically. Yo, that's. He's, he's a smart... He's, he's a like sm- one of the people I respect the most in AEW. Even though he does stuff, but he's fucking smart. Yeah. Man. Like, I know Dusty would be proud of him. I can't deny that. Yeah, he's intelligent. He took exactly what they do on the other side. Did it here, but he's... Sell- it's like selling he a crack... away with it. Yeah, that's it. He, he you know, he got a fan he's base. He's literally everything... Him and Brandy are literally everything that Stephanie and Triple H were. Oh, yeah, hell but yeah. Cody Definitely. and Brandy are smart. They pander to the fans. Yeah. They read a lot. Triple H and, and Stephanie did the opposite. They, uh, they shitted on fans because there was the heel character that people believed in. Yeah, Brandy... Even to this day, people still believe that they're assholes because they were so good at what they did back in the day. Yep. I, I believe Brandy and all... As a matter of fact, most of that damn roster over there, they read... They they're they're on Twitter and Instagram all day. Like they don't make a move unless it's not gonna get okay by the fans on Instagram. And I think that's why this shit is the way it is because they cater too much to what people say. Like they 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 care too much. Like you're not supposed to care what, what people are saying about you. You're supposed to do you and, and get the job done. But they don't wanna they don't wanna right. be hated by people. Like they wanna be heels, but in the same breath, they wanna go on, on the internet and. And say thank you for yeah. everybody who watched. I'm like, yo, either you a heel or, or, or you a baby face. Like, which one are you? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just doesn't make sense to me. It does not make sense to me, man. So, being that it's yeah, literally the last day of the year, 2020, do you have any yeah. resolutions for next year? Like, anything you want to see, or anything you want to see different in pro wrestling or even just in, in, in life in general? Is there anything you want to see or any? Commitments you want to make? Um, just a commitment to be better than you were today, tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, I hear you. If you you can't you can't be the same person. You can't you can't um you can't grow unless you get uncomfortable with your own bullshit. You know what I mean? Facts. Big you, facts. Like, you, you have to look in yourself. To find what it is that you was called here, was you what you was put on here to do, man. I feel like if you if if you don't work towards that, you just be stuck in the endless cycle of of 
misery of of pain you know you can't avoid those things but to be always stuck in the cycle of it is not good like you have to i'm a one of, one of my things that i'm about to always just learn to sit back and not react right away you know what i mean like listen yeah. to listen all right that's, and, that's some good advice there just, you know just just change, you know, just do better. Make more money next year than I did this year. Holy, of course. Facts. We all here to chase a bag, man. We all chasing the bag. All here trying to chase a bag. All right, so you're, you are probably one of, like, the longest running pages on Instagram. Like, what's changed? Yeah. And what's changed since you started? Like, what do you see different now? Like, what's changed with, like, the way people comment, the way what people post? Because, I mean, to be honest, you birthed a lot of other people. Like, a lot of people have taken what you've done and kind of copied it into their own. So you birthed a lot of dudes on Instagram. So, what, like, wow. what's changed? <laughs> no, I mean, like, like I mean, you've been around since, what, 2014? 2015 uh, around there, right? Yeah, yeah early, early 2014. Yeah, so you you've been around and you've seen pages come and you've seen pages go. Like, wh- how's Insta like the wrestling Instagram different from when you started? Well, ba- basically, it's different now because back then it was more impersonal. Now everything is more personal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like back then, it was you know you were strictly a fan page and that's what you did. Yeah. You know there was no DM, there was no stories. It was none of that. It was just you posting and, and people commenting, which was I'm, I was okay with that. And a difference in, in, in the community, it, it changed a lot. Like I'm gonna be honest, wrestling fans, they really have grown a lot. Like I've I've grown with so many people in this community that I've seen like as little gents, and now they're all like 19, 20, graduate college. So That's I'm dope. Proud of that. And um, I mean it's can't say it's much different. It was always the same. People always had problems with difference in opinion. Mm. The only thing is now there's more people, so it looks worse. But, I don't know, I feel like people actually do try more to enjoy wrestling than they did before. Because mm. there, there's a lot of unbiased like, people that exist, and that wasn't the case back then. So, yeah, it's shit now, but it's also a lot better than it was. Yeah. Um, we also, we're also very less tolerant of toxic behavior, which is a good thing. Toxic of what? We're less tolerant of toxic behavior. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, like back then, you know, if you were an asshole, you would gain followers. Now you actually get exposed and lose followers, which is, I'm proud of that. So another, another question I wanted to ask you, since we're on the topic of losing followers and stuff. So during the summer, or was, I'm not sure, maybe it was the beginning of the year, but there was a few pages of people getting exposed for uh, yeah. the dumb shit they were doing. Like they weren't getting exposed yeah, for liking wrestlers or or like liking certain wrestlers. They were getting exposed for personal shit. I mean, do you think is is justified that other people expose other people they don't know? Uh, it's it's very it's very strange because um that whole the whole thing is that a lot of these people, like a lot of these fan pages and a lot of these people, they make group chats and DMs and they get close to certain people. Mm. And, and, you know, you 
the closer you get to people, the more weird you find out that they are. Hell yeah, man. <laughs> and that's just and that's just a product of of more people mingling than they did before. You know, like back then we didn't have all these pages. We we couldn't really interact the way we can now. Yeah. So I naturally, with more interaction, you're gonna have more more chances for people to ex, you know express their deviant behaviors and. Sadly, some people that I knew got caught up in that. And it's like, you know, you, you just don't know who people are. And it's like, yeah, you, you start to think, is, it, is, it, is this who they are in real life? Or were they just doing that because they were bored? Which is no excuse for just like, damn. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, it's, just, it's just tough to talk about, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I remember when I started and uh, I think we started, you know, we got cool. And then you had mentioned like that you don't check your DMs. And you don't join group chats. And then after yeah. getting uh amount of followers that I did, I understood why. Because there's so much trolling and so much bullshit in your DMs when you open them shits up. Like, for a wrestling page. Yo. I can't imagine what it is for, like, right. a celebrity or a musician or an actress. But for a wrestling page, like, there's so much trolling in my DMs and so many, like, uh, invitations to group chats and I'm like, oh, nah. Now I see yeah. why he told me that he stays away from that shit. Because this shit is crazy. Yo, I know you've seen the group chats that you get invited to, right? You see them, like, in your accept thing, you know, when they ask you, you want to accept. I don't know if you ever, like, scrolled and just read nah. what people talk about. And it's like, yo, I, I can't be in a group chat with niggas who think like this. Nah, like, hell no. Nah, man. <laughs> Not at all. Like... I, I, I already had one fuck up just for being in, in the wrong, at the wrong group at the wrong time. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to have that shit happen again. The yeah. whole shit with TJP and all that. Like, I ain't oh, trying yeah, to have yeah, that yeah, yeah. So, so I just stay away, you know? Nah, like, my, my DMs are open to, like, a few people only, and that's it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause but also, also, another thing, I, I stopped checking because, like, I'm, I'm on the road a lot, so it's like, I don't really have, I'm not really sitting down, and when I'm sitting down, I'm doing other shit, not on Instagram, so it's like, I'll post, read a few comments from my notification section, and if I see it, I'll reply, if not, you know, yeah. that's just how it, cause I got, I, I also got, like, you gotta have notifications off, cause, oh, hell yeah, should be going off all night, <laughs> all night, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, especially when people have a heated argument, Oh. Which tends to happen a lot on my baby, so it's like, yeah. Yeah, I had to, um, what was I going to say? It was like, when I first started, like, uh, I was getting a lot of people coming at me, and I would actually engage with them, going back and forth. And then I'm like, I'm wasting my time. Like, I don't know this person. Yeah, I, I figured that out a long time. So I'm like, I don't know this person. Person don't know me. And I'm like, I'm wasting my time. So now when I see, like, and then I used to block people. But now I'm like, nah, you know what? I'll let them just keep following me and just keep annoying the shit out of them until they unfollow me. There's, there's something you can do to people who like to comment, like jump shit. Yeah. I got just several like people. You can, you can restrict their comments. So it's like only you see. Yeah, I got, I got several people who just post dumb shit and they troll a lot. Yeah, I'm like, bro, like, there's, there's no rule for that. Like, people come in here saying, like, like sex and shit, yeah. racist jokes and Nigga this and, and, and you suck dick and you, you got Vince's dick in your ass and stuff like that. Yeah, it's, like, it's why unbelievable. It's like that's all they have. It's like that's all they have. Yeah, I'm so upset, so 
This is all they have, man. It's just it's, it's insane. Like just the amount of stuff I was reading, I was like, nah, this is I'm like and then it was putting me not in a bad mood, but it's like, yo, this is unsettling. Like this is people out there who are who are this stupid or this fucked up, like so I just started like ignoring everybody, man. Like you just say fuck it. And you you also you also gotta you also gotta know. There's people that take what you say about a wrestler, right? Yeah. Personal. Like they don't know how to like so they take it personal. So they make it their mission to come on your page and comment dumpster yeah. to try to get a reaction out of you. Yeah, you can't so get a reaction. They can laugh and scream at it and share in the details and be like, oh my God, look, I got, I got this guy so triggered. Look at him, he's so serious. <laughs> yeah, you can't get a reaction. Like, and like, you can't get niggas like that the time of day. Nope. At, at the end of the day, at, at the end of the day, a, a lot of a lot of the people who run pages like they're, they're young boys. They're like twelve years old, thirteen. When, yeah, when, when you're at that age, like doing bad shit makes you look cool. So it's like that's why you, you get a lot of these people who they'll go on like a wrestler's page and they'll say, "Ah, oh, your wife is a bitch," or you know some shit like that, and then they'll be like, "Oh my god, I got blocked by so and so." Yeah, say his wife is a bitch. That's oh the. Oh my god, he's so soft. I'm like, bro. If you go to somebody's face and say, yo, your wife is a bitch, guess what's happening to you? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't say, oh my God, I was just playing, bro. You don't play with shit like that. Nah, you don't that's, play around like that's that. That's real life shit. Like, you, you don't talk about somebody's family and expect not to get what you get after that. Like, come on. Like, people are just dumb. Like, I, I just don't get it. Nah, like, I don't. Like, certain things to joke about. Like, I, I have a sense of humor. Come on, but it's just... You just gotta like mature. Yeah. Grow up. Like, there's a time and a place for everything. You gotta be very strategic, man, because whatever you say can get you flagged. It can get you. It's always like. I've I've been on this app for so long, bro. And you see how many niggas have been in drama, bro? Yeah. When have you ever heard, like, being in any type of drama? Yeah, I just just post, man, and log off. That's it. You know, sometimes I might see a DM that's worth responding to. But other than that, man, I just stay out of fuckway business. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's crazy out there. And it's, it's peaceful that way. Because I remember I used to dedicate way too much time to that. Like, I used to, like, literally be on a replying to everybody and shit. Well, not everybody, but, you know, I'm replying to people, mm-hmm. answering DMs, making actual memes and shit. Like, you know, like, actually dedicating time. It's like, for, for what? Yeah. Just, so, I got another I, question I'm for like, you, right? Nah, so, nah, I noticed I there's a lot of pages who, who, oh man, I don't want to say no names, but there's a lot of pages out there that know that shit that certain wrestlers do is fucked up, but they don't want to post about it in fear of maybe not getting a follow from that wrestler or that wrestler not liking a picture. No, yeah, yeah, no. So it's like, so it's like, I don't do that because like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fake it for nobody, you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I'm gonna post whatever I feel. Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't want to shit on AEW because they're afraid it might ruin the chances of them, either I don't know working for them, or whatever the case yeah. is. So they become a biased page. That makes sense. So they're not really. You know what I found? Yeah, they really ain't. Yeah. And then you know I was thinking like, ha- is ha- is there any wrestling page that's not like a wrestler that's verified? Got a blue check? That I know of, no. No, right? Nah, not that I know of. I mean, somebody got to do it. It's, it's going to happen one day. 
Yeah, it should. Whoever whoever does it first needs to let me know how they did it. So, might as well get verified. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think, like, I got I had a few, um, like, imposter pages running around, and it took me forever yeah. to get them deleted because I wasn't verified. So, I had to, like, constantly have people, like, report the page or constantly, like, hit up Instagram, like, yo, these people, like, are tr- pretending to be me, and they ain't do shit about it. So, like, I need somebody to get verified so then I can learn how to do it so then I can do it. And then I'll put yeah. everybody else on. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and then um, I also noticed that that uh, Justin is back. A lot of people know Justin is a wrestling classic. He lost his page. Yeah, he got he got the original page back. So, and I know he was at it for a while. So, and the cool thing about him is, yeah, I used to fuck with him and joke about him, but he's actually a pretty cool dude. And, you know, he's he's a personal person. So, if he's listening to this, you know, shout out to Just. But he yeah, actually... He was, he one of the few genuine people that... I wouldn't say, like, you know, that this is being an Instagram is success or whatever, but yeah. he's one of the few people that was the same when he was posting back in the day and today. Like, his captions and his passion, like, his something that he's, he's been the same, whether he had a little bit or a lot of followers. Yeah. Like, that's one thing I can say about him. So So he actually went out of his way to show people how he got his page back. Because a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people get on and then don't don't tell you how to get on. Or don't at least give you the pieces. Exactly. And that was cool of him because a lot of people ask him how he got the shit back and I think he made a whole video explaining step by step what he had to do. So that, that you know, shout out to him, man. You know? Yo, he's really the master P of the IWC, bro. The master P? Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we can call him master P. If he's a master he P, then. He's gonna have all of us eating, bro. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> if he's a master P, then who do you consider yourself as? Uh, little C. Who? Little C. Little C's? <laughs> nah, man. I, I, I very think I consider myself like the Jada Kiss. What I probably consider myself like the Jada Kiss. Like I drop jewels, and then I just disappear. But I'm always around. Yeah, that's right. Put your hands up. All right, man. So we running at the end of our podcast. So uh, I appreciate you coming on and taking the time off. I know yeah. we were going a little bit back and forth about it. Um, so if there's anything you want to say to everybody before we log off, you know, now's the time. You know, I know a lot of people have been going through shit. If you got any advice, any support, any words of encouragement, man, like now's the time. You know, just let everybody, you know. Um, I mean, uh, what, what can I say, man? Like, just being on this, this damn podcast I was the first guest. Now I'm about to close out the year with my son Bernie Smart. Who would have thought that? Yes, sir. The kid that, the kid that I found. Like I was like, yo, who, who bands is this? <laughs> I had what, like less than ten followers. I'm yeah. like, yo, who bands is this? Yeah, shit moved up quick, man. <laughs> shit moved up quick. I was uh, like, oh yeah. shit. I'm like, yo, cause like, you, 
Yeah, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Man. I always give you. I always give it up to you. Like anytime I meet somebody, anytime I somebody asks, I'm like, yo, he'll turn. And I think Jabba Tears. You know, shout out to Sir Wilkins. Oh my God, that kid, that kid, Sir Wilkins, and yeah. Mr. Black, they be going. Dang. Yeah, he's got a good thing going over there, man. Really good thing, and yeah, uh, bro. Sir Wilkins keeps all, it real. All of them, bro. Everybody on that podcast, bro. I fuck with all three of them. Bro. Yeah, they're, they're amazing people. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I feel like they all have such a unique point of view, so it's so awesome. Like just hearing them debate. Back and forth from the podcast, it's pretty cool. Like, yep, shout out to Jabba Tears. Like, when Sir Wilkins gets amped up, and Mr. Black is like, uh uh-uh, uh, I ain't letting you get over me like that. And they both go back and forth. Like, I, I love that. I love that energy. That energy is crazy. Like, Shannon going at it. <laughs> See, that's that Brooklyn shit, man. I tell you, that's that Brooklyn shit over there. Uh, this yeah, crazy man. energy, man. We got to get Sir Wilkins like a twenty dollar gift card of Dunkin' Donuts, man. Yeah, he be, he be killing it. So he can get his ice his ice coffee. I, I remember, I remember, I went to see Survivor Series at, at Legends Bar. I can't remember what year. I think it was twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen. Okay, okay. And I think and and that was the first time I saw Sir Wilkins there. Like I didn't I didn't know who he was. I didn't know about Dominique's podcast. All I saw was some black ball dude wearing a Kurt Angle. Yeah, I mean, uh, damn, man, uh, because last year I met him by accident, actually. I was at uh, one of the holiday tours, and I posted, I think I went live, and I don't even know how he found me. He's like, yo, I, I know where you at. I was like, what? He's like, yo, meet me after the show. I'm like, nah, I don't know, man, because at that point, I've, like, there's only one person that I met in person, like, without no mask, nothing. So I'm like, I don't feel, I don't feel too comfortable, and I'm like, whatever. And then there was like, I, there was like a couple drunk guys in front of me, and I think we got into like an argument. So I'm like, you know what? Let me go meet Sir Wilkins, so these dudes don't get me after the show, because it was an intense argument. Like it was like the last match of the night, yeah, and they yeah. were drunk, and it was just, it was just nuts. Anyways, so I met him, and he's he's who he is in person, like the same person you see. Like in the videos and in the stories and then you hear on the podcast, that's who he is in real yeah. life, and that's that's fucking dope. You know, that's dope. He was wow. cool enough to like, you know, he knew I didn't really want to take no pictures, so you know, I kind of hit my face and we took a picture and it went up. But he was respectful of it because you know I'm like I'm like nah man I don't want nobody to see me. The guy yeah, I, yeah. I didn't even have plans to be seen, but he was cool about it man. So shout out to him and uh, shout out to the Berry Gang, one of the only people that see me in person, and they fucking. They were they were hella dope, man. Like they were smoking so much that day. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they, they be having fun. So you know, shout out to them, man. But yo, I appreciate you coming on, man. I like, I like that they also talk about. Everything. Oh, I, I just got one more story. Yes, sir. Yeah, I forgot since you mentioned my event. This was 2014. I went to my first like raw ever. Mm-hmm. So I, I went with my brother, right? So we went with each other there, and this was during the time when John Cena was about to face. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, in this episode of Raw, he was going to have a match, a singles match against Luke Harper. Uh-huh. This was, you know, before people before people cared about the Wyatts. They only like Bray, they didn't care about anybody. So, um, in my section, I was like, yo, this match right here with Luke is about to be a banger. And, and even Bray was talking, it was like, oh my God, this guy looks like a bum. Like, I don't like him. <laughs> That's where everybody was. That's literally, literally everybody's reaction. 
character. Like, just watch. Bro, before the match was over, everybody had got this awesome chance. It was, it was, everybody was on their feet, bro. I'm like, yo, dude, this guy is it's just good. And it's like, he couldn't do that with many other people. Like, no. he had matches with, with Brave. It didn't hit as hard as that loop match did that night. And it's just, I'm glad I got to see him live. I just wanted to say that. I feel like that was, that was amazing that I got to see him live. I just wanted to share that story. That's all good, man. It's all good. It's all good. It's crazy, man. I, I I mentioned in my last episode before we get off that I actually got to see him last year at uh, WrestleMania Access in Brooklyn and Red Hook. He was like maybe the nicest oh, guy. Nice. He was the nicest guy there, man. And I got a bunch of pictures with him. And I think I, um he was he was out on I think he was out injured or whatever, but he was still there. And uh, no one that like a lot of people they really want to. Stop at his table. I think Aiden English was next to him, and they were like cracking jokes about K. Feb. It was it, he was it was funny. I think we got to the oh, table. And then um, I think my daughter was there, and he tried to scare her, and he said something like, "Oh, you, you know, um, today's Wednesday. You know what that means?" And she's like, "No, today is Saturday." And he like cracked the fuck up. Like he cracked. He laughed out of character. So that shit was and then he, that shit was it was funny as hell, man. Cool dude, and even yeah, when. His time was to leave, and you know I was leaving, and he's like, "You want to take another picture?" I said, "Yeah." So he took another yeah. selfie with us. Cool dude, he big as hell, man. But it's sad, but you know he he left a lasting a lasting impression on his fans and the business in general. So that's really dope. Yeah, yeah dude, dude was amazing, man. He, he really did his thing while he while he was on Earth, and that's that's all you can ask for, man. It's that. As long as your life inspires other people to do what they want to do, then I think you did okay. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Well, I just want to wish everybody out there who's listened to, who will listen to the podcast to have a happy new year, have a safe one. You know, like work on being a better person, not just for you, but for everybody else. A better person means a better world. So I just want everybody to take that advice and just. Be nice to each other. Peace and love. Man. Peace and love. You don't know what everybody else is facing. And stop taking wrestling so serious. It's just a fucking TV show with a bunch of guys who pretend to be who they are. It's not that serious. Don't believe whatever Jericho says. He's past his prime. And wear a fucking mask so we can get out of this fucking pandemic shit. Wear a mask. <laughs> wear a mask. Wear a mask. All right, man. So it's your don't boy Barry. Don't be an ass. Wear a mask. <laughs> don't be an ass. Wear your mask. Bye. So this is your boy, Barry the Smarks, and your boy, Heel Turn, signing off. Yes, sir. You